are back. Episode the podcast. 31. 31? Is it Actually, the first ep- yeah, it is 31. It's the first episode it is, eh? of uh, 2021. So 31, 21. Happy New Year to Happy everybody Year. and all the listeners. We uh, wanted to get that off our chest. It's been, uh, it's been with these. It's, it's the 12th, January 12th, right today? It is the 12th, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, just first episode of the year. First episodes of the year. Uh, we wanted to go over basically um, what we saw in Motor Trends Car of the Year. Basically, they do every year. They do um, they group up a bunch of cars uh, that they think are the be- best cars. Some some of the cars are a bit questionable there, but they just say some. These are the top cars. They say top ten cars of the year. We're gonna put them on the Laguna Seca track. And we're going to test them and we're going to tell you which ones we think is the best ones, basically. Right, Joe? Yeah, exactly. And also, quick thing, you might notice that we're obviously not in the same room. Uh, (laughs) It's all done like over the air or on phone calls and whatever. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we can't be in each other's houses, unfortunately. So hopefully for the the Quebec rules and regulations of COVID, we're not allowed to... uh, be together or anything like that or have any guests so this is how it's gonna be for a little bit we're testing it you guys let us know also what you think if it's good yeah if you'd rather the, uh, a, a zoom or something like that but uh, honestly we thought that this would be a bit more clear a bit less choppy you know a bit more editing but we thought the overall product would be better that's why we decided to do it like this yeah so this will be the first episode to try it out and let us know yep. in the comments on youtube and also on instagram when we post it so uh let us know what don't you guys to think subscribe don't forget to hit the little bell notification guys every time you subscribe every time you like it helps us a shit ton uh do it as much as you can we're getting a lot of love on instagram we finally hit 500 followers we thank you for that that was a big uh, me and joe when we first started this i remember uh <laughs> I remember just having uh, 10 followers or 15 followers and it was like our friends and family just like that and uh, now 500 followers and it keeps growing uh, every week uh, we really appreciate it so uh, keep doing that and uh, the more we do it the better it is and the more we'll be able to uh, to accomplish basically yeah let's so, hit Joe, that let's thousand get, by uh, end of the month let's try i hope so i hope <laughs> or at so, least but, halfway uh, through the year i guess i don't know i hope you never know eh? you never know let's but hope. we are gonna be doing a giveaway me and joe did speak about this just before um it was just a little thing just because we had 500 we wanted to do like a little t-shirt giveaway or a cap we don't know yet what we're gonna do we have to see what we have in stock but uh pro- most probably like a t-shirt or something just to say thank you to the to the fans and uh yeah we'll announce that probably soon just that again with the whole covid it's just it's so hard to do things we can't meet with people if they go during the day we can't go at night we both work during the day you know so it's a bit tough for us even uh, just to get uh, just to get this organized it's a bit tough so uh, that's why we said we We'll see where this COVID thing takes us, and then we'll probably do a, like that 500-person uh, giveaway. So enough talking about all this stuff. I say we get into it, Joe. What did you think about the cars? Let's just start by the cars that they chose. I have the list in front of me. Do you want me to go through them, or you know them? Or are we doing do the contenders, or are we doing the finalists? The finalists, because I find the contenders, I think there was like 17 or almost 20 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't really like the contenders they put uh, and for 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know what, if you guys go, actually go watch that video, if you guys have to watch it, it's on YouTube, you search Motor Trend, Car of Year, they have them all, so it's the one of 2020, they do one every year, um, this year I think it was harder for them to get like some quality cars or like some different models, just because I think COVID slowed down production for a lot of cars that were supposed to come out in 2020, I know you have more intake on this, Joe, but uh, that's what I've heard also. 
yeah, it's been hard to get uh, manufacturers are making like pushing out models, but they're not producing them as quick as uh, as they were last year, the year before that. So, but a lot of interesting cars came out in 2020. To be honest with you, uh, some differences like a lot of cars were mostly facelifts, not really like uh, yeah brand new true. models coming out. But true, uh, true. yeah, there was a couple of good ones that came out. I mean, uh, they're on this list, of course. So I mean. Yeah, they made it on this list. Most majority of them, anyways. But yeah, you'll basically. see um, the majority of ones one, that came out. Is there yeah. one that you would have put on the list that it was not there? I didn't think I'm of asking looking that at before. the list right now. Uh, well, they put one of them which I thought right of way, and it's there. It's the second one on the final list. Um, okay. No, they pretty much hit everything. I'm looking now. This and I'm thinking. They're pretty really good. Quick. I find they're, yeah, they're pretty this, good with the finalists usually. Nothing really like I can think of. When you see their first batch of cars there, like that first like um, 20, 25 cars that they choose, or even some of them, you're like, okay, what's going on here? Like, uh, why did they choose this? Why did they choose that? Then after, when they get to their final cars, it's more like their, their real, uh, the real deal. So I'd like to go through the finalist cars. Um, I'll start off with the Mustang Shelby GT500 CFTP. So I'll give this one to Joe. If nobody knows what it is, Joe, isn't it like the fastest production uh, Mustang ever? So CFTP, um, it is like a performance, like it's an extra package on the Shelby yeah. GT500 from what I understand, from what I've read anyways. Uh, I'm not sure what the horsepower is. The horsepower is 760. Unless you have it in front of you. 760 horsepower. 760, Okay. So I think and the six twenty five torque, seven six. I'm not in a in a <laughs> rural drive car. It's, it's crazy, yeah. crazy, yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. So that was a cool car because we'll get into it more later. But actually, no, we'll get into it now. We'll go them one by one and we'll get into it. So this car, I have all the information here. That's why. So you know what? I'll just go through it. Yeah, it was true. a V eight, five point two liter. Okay, supercharged. Very nice. The sound is insane, guys. Watch that video just for the sound of the supercharger wine insane i love it um like i said 760 horsepower 625 torque we got a seven speed dual clutch gearbox so not manual automatic with the paddles super quick though um yeah and one of the fun fact that i got from watching those videos was it's the most powerful production mustang ever to be built to this day and uh, that's about oh yeah and and <laughs> it was the um, their car that was the loudest on the track because they check it with like a decibel meter yeah and it was like through the roof it was the loudest car like louder than ferraris louder than lamborghinis it was crazy loud apparently it beat all the records i've never heard one in person but i've seen the well i've heard the gt350 in person yeah and that's loud if you know, from factory i think it has to be like the loudest like one of the loudest cars i've heard yeah. louder than an yeah. amg car yeah for sure. a lot louder sure. than an amg car for sure that's crazy um, it's, it's stupid loud and it backfires and it spits it's <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous but it's a but it's a, it's a nice sound i find it's not too it's not too annoying because it's that muscly sound it's not you know like high-end pitchy or like it's farting and backfiring like crazy for 20 minutes when you like go to grass i find it's it's, it's good it's aggressive it's supposed to be but uh i find it good i, I like it man it's that the, the gt350 just by itself sounds insane so I'm sure the GT500 and plus sounds even better. Um, 
I also wanted to go to the next car was um, the Ferrari F8 Tributo. What is it? Tributo? Is that how you tributo. say it? Tributo. Yeah. Tributo. Okay, Tributo. So well, I, I mean, the, the English way of saying it is Tributo, but it's <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I hate it. The tri tributo? Tributo? Is this an F8 Tributo? tributo? <laughs> okay, so the Tributo, it's basically what? It's, is, it a, is it a tribute car? Is that why they called it that? No. So from what I read anyways... Um, mm -hmm. The it basically takes over the 488 uh, GTB. Yeah. So the Pista is like the last evolution of the 488. It's true. It is the right. Pista. So yeah. just like the right, 450, yeah. the 458 came out in 2011, 10, 2010. Then yeah. 2015, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Speciale came out, which is the last like run of the 458. So like the special car. With the track-oriented, super light, carbon doors, no handles, like straps yeah, for handles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, yeah, like, yeah. lightweight car, all carbon. Then the 2016 48 came out. Then 2019 was the Pista. So, like, they're obviously their track-focused, like, last production, like, crazy race car. Now the 5... The uh, sorry, 5.8. Well, F8 Tributo replaces the 488. Uh, still with an okay. 8-cylinder. Still, like, turbocharged. 3.9 liter. 700, and I think, like, 30 or 700-something 711. Horses yeah, so 711 horse. I've seen one driving an all-black one. It looks nothing like the 488, because I find like the 488 kind of look like the 458, just like a facelift model. Yeah, yeah. But no, not yeah. the F8, really, like, it became it really, a little longer, a little wider, a little lower. Yeah, it looks different. I find it yeah, looks it different. Yeah, it does look different. I've never driven one or sat in one. I've been passenger in the 488 with a um, Novatech suspension and Novatech tune. Okay. Wow, what a car. What a car. Ridiculous. And they're, they're twin turbo V8s, right? Yeah, I think they're 3.9 liter. Yeah, 3.9 liter I'm V8, mistaken. Yeah. twin turbo, and it has 568 torque. Not bad. It's pretty good. With uh, Again, with that famous 7-speed uh, dual clutch that everyone's been using on these cars, man. I think that's not going to be the transmission. It's not a ZF, eh? No, no, dual. No, dual yeah. clutch. Okay. Dual. But there's a lot of ZFs that are coming out that are uh, that are starting to become insane. But well, majority of those cars, they're all um, they're all dual clutch, I think. Yeah. There's, there's one car in this list that's manual, believe it or not. It can't be the shell because it's automatic. I wonder which one no, it is. No, 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 no. Uh, it, was, it was the next one on my list, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anything I'm else about Ferrari? Because I, really, I don't know yeah. much about this Ferrari. So if you know something that you want to say, say it. Because I really don't know uh, I know it's a it. lot wider than the 488. I know it's a little bit more track-focused. I know someone who has it. They had the 488. Though the same people who have that 488 uh the one i, I was i was passenger yeah, yeah. in they had the f8 for a little bit they didn't end up buying it they just like test drove it for a bit and i asked them like how was it and stuff and they said uh it's pretty there's a big difference i've never seen one like i've seen a jarring but like i never sat inside of it so i'm not sure how the interior is yeah. but they told me it's a lot more responsive the turbos are spooled up a lot quicker so it might be i'm sure it's faster than the 488 uh i don't doubt it but if, if I'm not mistaken, it has the same uh, performance as a Pista. Okay. Okay. I think. That's what I was okay. told. So, And that's what I think I read. I, I caught on to that while reading online about it, you know? It's just insane. The 3.9 liter with 711 horsepower. But see where the 3.9 becomes a little bit um, like bottlenecked, I guess you could say? The torque. 
Yeah, yeah, you see it right away, man. It can't produce as much torque as a bigger engine, Compared you know? to 711, it's, it's a big difference, you know? Yeah, so I, I don't, I mean, look, still 600 foot pounds of torque is still insane. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like if they put a bigger engine, which obviously would add weight and stuff, but... They wouldn't, though, they won't. No, 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 no. it's it's plenty fast. Uh, Even that, that engine's a good engine. Insane. Like, the, apparently they don't break, they're very good, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty solid engines, apparently. That's was another thing I wanted to bring up later was uh, servicing and uh, and we'll talk about it after. Yeah, but, I have that. Uh, yeah, I have that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll so talk about the next car. We'll come back that, with that. Yeah, exactly. So the next car, like you said, the the only manual one, and the only one that's uh, not in the high digits of horsepower. Well, it's still pretty high to me, but compared to these ones, it's it's uh, it's not even. If it's cool, over so. five hundred, it's pretty high. Yeah, so it's under five hundred. So <laughs> okay, still it pretty is, high. Uh, it's the it's the Porsche. 718 Cayman GT4. Sick looking car, man. I love the look of this car. I always like the look of this car. Cayman's a beautiful car, but a GT4 is basically like GT3, GT2, all that stuff. It's basically the track version of this car. So get down to specs. It has 414 horsepower and 309 torque. Flat six engine, typical Porsche, but with a manual gearbox, which no one else has on this uh, list. And you could see, if you guys watched that video, um, the guy driving the car was having a blast, man. He says it, uh, there's nothing like an old, you know, manual. And he says it's so light, I could, you know, Porsche, you know what they're doing with that. So um, he says that he, the PDK is like the best, what's it called? The best transmission out there, like quickest the shifting, shifting, most reliable, always there for you. You know, like it's always ready. But he says this manual transmission is very nice. It's super light. And he's able to get into those turns pretty quick. And you know what? This car is 414 horsepower, and it kept up with all these cars. It's funny you say that. Was, that, was, uh, like, that was my talking point. Like, as soon as you finished the, uh, the, the conversation, it was that I was watching a video. The guy had a GT4, and he was keeping up with GT2s and GT3s. Obviously, like, maybe yeah. not passing them, but still staying behind their ass, right? With even it's a, a light GT4, car. Yeah, very light and very nimble, right? Very nimble, yeah. That's the thing. Is that I really the, like GT4s. I've yeah, seen one, too. a blue one. It was an older one, like 2016, 2017. So not the uh, not the 718. It was actually, a, um, if I'm mistaken, I think it was called the Cayman in 2016. Like Cayman yeah, GT4. Yeah, it, was Cayman, yeah. it wasn't a 718. No. Yo, what a car, man. Like you sit inside of it. I agree. I love sitting in GT3s. and G2, I never sat inside, but GT3, yes. But the GT4, like, I don't know. It's it's small, compact, super, like, short wheelbase, yep. wide. The small sound car. It produces, yeah, small car. It's awesome. It's really... It's a small car. And I, I can understand why people like using it for the track. Uh, like, the, the what's his name? The, the, the older man that drives all the cars for them there that's been there forever. Um, man, I just blanked out on his name. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about? The guy that has the glasses and stuff. You yeah. saw he got out of the car and he had the, he had a smile on his face and he was ready uh, ready to go back. It, like, it brought him back memories, you know, just like... A, and then he just he's driving other cars that have 760 horsepower and 700 horsepower. And he he's like, yeah, they're, they're fun. Like, you know, it's not the same thing in the end because the car doesn't drift. The car doesn't do this. It's very... The Porsche, he said, was very raw and very track-based car. So it's like it was made... For the track and also they also said fun fact that the porsche is very very stiff that gt3 uh, gt4 sorry so Stiffer apparently when GT3? you're driving it no sorry i meant the porsche 718 came in gt4 is very very stiff in suspension so when they're driving it 
like around the city just to get there they said it was very annoying like it was very stiff like it bounced around and stuff like not comfortable yeah exactly because they say it's very track oriented well it's for sure it's a track car right and yeah for two well, i remember uh, driving the the gt3 it bounced like we have shitty roads here and it's gonna bounce it's gonna be stiff you know what i mean it's well uh, the cars for the track right yeah exactly so i've been in a gt3 not rs like the regular gt3 honestly like I didn't drive it, but I was in the passenger seat, and I'm like, okay, like I could look. It had the racing seats on it, so I don't know how comfortable it would be. But if it yeah. had the regular, like comfort, uh, like the sports seats there, whatever the com- the regular ones, I mean, the, the suspension seemed pretty. Nothing too drastic that you're gonna. Yeah, like, like kind of too. Like it was stiff, it, you know? I guess, because the car is a bit bigger too than the than the, the, the GT4. Cayman. Yeah. Yeah. So it I could would be yeah the fact think, that it's bigger. Yeah. Also, that for sure comes into effect. But interesting car to be on their top cars, you know, like just some crazy cars here. And there's just a little came in there as one of their favorite cars. So it's pretty it's a Jarvis car. Pretty interesting. And there's one, two, three Porsches on the finalist list. So it's pretty crazy. Um, What's the next one? So the next one is the Lamborghini Evo Huracan all-wheel drive, which is basically like the facelift of the Evo, like one of their, of uh, the Evo, sorry, of the Huracan. They're saying it's going to be one of their last models yeah. for the Huracan. Yeah, like exactly. The, the, the Huracan's the getting one. replaced. Yeah, exactly. So they wanted to really give up almost everything that that engine could take. So basically, this engine is a 631 horsepower. NA. So no turbos, no nothing. V10. See, Straight Lamborghini, the they know what they're doing. Lamborghini, that's what I like. It's the same Ferrari, engine that you, know, you find in the Performante. Same engine. Same exact yeah, engine. Same and also too. some... Uh, technology and other things from the performante was brought into this car yeah you also get cool. the evil if i'm not mistaken in the middle you get like the new screen yeah and stuff exactly like that and uh, uh, you also get all-wheel steering in the back or okay uh, in the back yeah you mean? yeah 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 so all-wheel steering which apparently the guy who drove the car was astonished by it he was freaking out um then there was another thing called ala ala yeah that's the active uh, arrow yeah, exactly. Active aero, active suspension. So all that stuff, they say it helps with balancing and with all the measures of the air and all that stuff of the vehicle when you're on the track. Apparently, it's supposed to get you some better lap times here and there. Some people say it's a gimmick. Some people say it does stuff. We don't know much about it, but another cool feature that that car has. And uh, yeah, so basically that it's around the performante would you have said that it would have been done do you think it's faster around the track because performante is it all-wheel drive or is it real drive all-wheel drive it's all-wheel and i see yeah. people lose the tail like it's nothing on that car i know on the evo you could buy it uh either lp6 i think it's six set how much is the horsepower in the car uh 631 i think it's lp640 or whatever it is Mm-hmm. Uh, dash two or dash four. Reason I know it's because I don't know if you if you watch uh, DDE Daily Driven yeah. Exotics. So yeah, they got yeah, a yeah. Uh, Evo. They tested of the Performante and they tested of the Evo. They preferred the Evo because it was a little bit softer than the Performante. And also for yeah, what exactly. they were doing, they, they needed a Spider. They needed a convertible. Okay. But they wanted the two wheel drive version because they want they wanted it to spin tires in the back. Uh, from what I understand, is that the, the chop top one? Exactly the green one. That that's an Evo. Yeah, that's an evil. 
Oh shit! I didn't know. Yeah, I, thought it was yeah. a base, I thought it was like a base hurricane. Honestly, it is a base hurricane. It's a base. Okay. So the Evo is basically the brand new hurricane because you can't buy the old the old model yeah. hurricanes new. Exactly. So yeah. it's the Evo base model, black. It was black on black, blue brake calipers, rear wheel drive, spider. Okay. So um, from what I understand, so it's two wheel drive, why... and you could disable the diff on a four wheel drive one apparently. Oh, I think okay, okay, just okay, like okay. you can do on the Mercer Lago as well. I think. Okay. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure that's why you see people burning them, spinning out with them. Because you see, when they did the the testing and all that, the Performante actually was three seconds quicker than the Evo. The track, yeah. Was and the I'd Evo a convertible? No. Not the Evo was not a convertible. The only thing that I thought of was the um, the what's it called? The all wheel steer gives a like a bit more weight to and it. And the active arrow too could help. Maybe. Yeah, the active arrow stuff like that. The Performante is more of like a pure tracker, like you yeah, said. Yeah, lightweight. Yeah, stiffer, lightweight, lighter wheels. Yeah, so I would think that it was a bit. It should have been faster. You know, I'm sure they're gonna have an Evo performance package like a Performante or another name for it, Veloce. You know, all the audios have their. Uh, if their we little... follow the Gallardo, like. Uh, like model span or whatever yeah. the, the model life cycle the gallardo finished off with the final edition if i'm not mistaken which is the last model of the gallardo was it super legera no super legera is like the uh yeah me too i love that one in green with the black <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, yeah or even orange with the black i like it you know what i'm thinking of right now guys if you guys have never watched this top gear they get to choose of the time of that year there are three cars any three supercars that they get to drive around europe one is a 911 GT3 RS. Yeah, RS. One is that Gallardo that we're talking about, and the other one's an Aston Martin. Do you know which Aston Martin it is? DB9, probably. DB9, I think, yeah. But like a special DBS? edition. Guys, they're ripping it in the mountains. The sound that's producing out of that Porsche, Lambo, and Aston is it's embedded into my brain. Like, it's I'll never forget that scene. You know what I'm talking about, Joe? think so i'm not sure though i know yeah, they go yeah, to vegas they go to america with a porsche but i think no, no, the porsche no, this, is blue no uh no it's green it's green green yeah not remember it's, it's all weird colors they all have weird colors anyway you have to check it out it's really cool so yeah so it's a bit slower than um the performatic getting back to the the hurricane but it's the newest version apparently everyone says well balanced crazy balance on the car drives well it looks honestly on the track it looks like it hugs the road it looks like it's wide and low. It looks like a little Batmobile, and it looks insane. Honestly, very good looking car. Even though I like the minor, American. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, car. even they did little minor things on it, and I find it looks perfect, like the typical Lamborghini thing. Another car that was on the list, which it's a Porsche, but I don't know. I guess they choose SUVs all the time because last year they did the the Lamborghini. Um, would be basically the Cayenne Turbo Coupe. Which the new one? If none, yeah, if none of I've you know I've seen one. Coupe. It's nice. The coupe means uh, basically coupe means like sport back, right, Joe? Yeah, exactly. So like the X6M or the GLE coupe GLE or coupe, like the GLC exactly. coupe, same idea of truck. So basically, if you guys don't understand or if viewers don't understand, sport back is basically like instead of the roof being straight and like cutting down, it'll be like a little curved roof back. It will kind of look like doing. the A7 or S5 Sportback. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It looks almost like uh, station wagony, sporty. That's why sport why Anyway, so a lot of people call it that. Um, the Cayenne Turbo Coupe, really cool car. Another car with rear, rear wheel steering. 
It's like a, a thing that's been happening a lot lately. Also, doesn't the Mercedes have it, a GT, uh, GTR? Yeah, the, the GTR has it, and the GTC has it as well. I remember, do you remember the 90s? Yeah, well, the Prelude had Obviously, it. We, we weren't coming, we weren't, like, we, I was just born, and you were uh, born later on, but, like, there was an era that everyone was having those four-wheel yeah, Honda steers. Had it. Like you said, Honda, Honda had it. A couple guys had it. I think even Nissan had it. Like, some, some, but they were never done well. Yes, Nissan had it on the... the the R32 Skylines, okay? There was some that had it. Um, terrible systems. Always gave you like a weird feel. You went into the turn. It felt like your back end was just going to... I like, like if you, it. If you gave too much power... Now, yes. Now, yes. You're right. 100%. But I'm talking about the older ones. If you gave too much power, it was like the rear wheels are spinning and at an angle. So your ass would just like <laughs> lose it type of thing. You know what I mean? There's, so there was no... sideways. Yeah. It was all mechanical, right? So when you turn the steering wheel, the back uh, wheels had like, uh, what's it called? The, the tie rods with like a little, almost like a drive shaft type thing. And it would turn and basically the wheels would turn with your steering in the front. You know, uh, anyways. How those Same way as a work. steering rack works, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A steering rack in the back also. So imagine it's more maintenance, more money, more things break. Yeah, when it breaks but, down. But there was no technology behind it. So it was literally just you turn, uh, it's turning and that's it. Now, like does the angles it checks how much power you need all-wheel drive system you know obviously on the cayenne there's obviously an all-wheel drive system the car what i found was funny was equipped with um pirelli's courses yeah the courses basically r-rated tires so not street legal um on the porsche insane though insane that porsche was hugging the curves and was almost as fast as all these cars by like two seconds the Cayenne. Yeah. What? Believe it or not. But that has to be the turbo, right? Obviously, the turbo is yeah, the, the fastest one. End. They said the stopping power was insane because Porsche is known for their brakes. Yeah, they're massive you know, ass brakes. You know, they released for, a video, quick thing, yeah. about Porsche brakes. They released a video yeah. like a year ago or two years ago because people, like customers were complaining that Porsche brakes squeak too much. <laughs> so Porsche released a video explaining why the brakes squeak. Okay. I watched it for the first time uh, two days ago. I was freaking out. I'm like, they actually had to make a whole three-minute video explaining yeah. why the brakes squeak and that it's done on Because like, people no, think it's an purpose, imperfection. Yeah, they, they think something's wrong with the brakes, but it's not just the way they perform. Like, they're, they're meant to squeak. Like, vibrations happen in steel and it becomes... Yeah, and then there's little bits of, audible, uh, right? of the brake pads that are inside. Like you said, the particles and vibration, uh, heat, cold, wind. There's all kinds of stuff. Exactly. Just people are finicky, right? So... I mean, look, you're buying a $20,000 truck. I mean, I don't want brakes to squeak either. A hundred percent, but you're buying a performance car. You know what I mean? It. It's if not I like you're buying... The size, of, uh, the size of a plate, of a not a plate, but like a big circle, like, I don't know, like yeah. whatever, they're 18-inch discs or whatever they are. Yeah. I mean, they're huge, right? So I expect them to stop, and if they squeak a little bit, but they save my life. Well, yeah, I'm not going to complain. But yeah, I'm like, not going to complain, you know? I've always driven, I've driven so many Porsches, and you're right, they do squeak, especially like on the base models, like just a regular Carrera, they'll squeak a lot. Um, the ones that I find squeak also is the silicon carbon ones, like they they squeak also when they're cold. Like, yeah, the things, ceramic ones too. If you don't, yeah, if you don't know these things, you're just going to think it's squeaking and that's it. But if you know, you know that the ceramic brakes, they're not good when they're cold. They're shit. They're, they're terrible. Like, you, you see it. It takes you time to stop before because they're cold. That has to warm up. The compounds have to warm up. But once the compounds warm up, it's almost like a magnet, that brake pad to that disc. You know? uh, the stopping power is ridiculous. 
and then there's no more squeaking, you know? And then after when you cool down, you know, when you're getting off the track or whatever, you're starting the brakes on your way home, huh, it's going to squeak. Yeah, they're hot, right? Of course. It's, it's pe- People don't, they don't get it also, right? So Porsche, I understand how Porsche is because they're in that Volkswagen Audi group and I've worked for them and everything and Germans in general. It's like, if you think something's imperfect, they're going to let you know, no, no, no. It's not because it's imperfect. It's because we made it like this for this reason. And it's done because of that. Like they're, they're super stingy with that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, they want to make sure they're making a good product yeah. and they don't want customers to think that they're getting screwed out of something just because the brakes are squeaking don't mean they're shit, you know? They've been one of the number one or almost number one for high, like 50 years easily now. Like it's everybody knows Porsche because of what they do and how long they last and how many. I'm looking at my, uh, my computer screen right in front of me right now and it has an old a 1989 Carrera and... Uh, I have a, an Audi R8 V10 on the other screen, and I'm still looking at that Porsche. I'm not even looking at the Audi. I'm still looking at that 1980s Porsche just because their design is just timeless, and Porsche just has it. They, they, they nailed it. They always nail it. It's I've yeah, never, they, they I never look at a Porsche, style, and I'm right? like, ugh. Yeah, I'm never, uh, I'm never disappointed, basically. So the next car is, we're going back to your world, a little Corvette Stingray. The mid-engine one, not front engine, not the, the whatever. C8, the sol- yeah. yeah, the C8. Another car with dual clutch. It's starting. This dual clutch is, is incredible. It's in all the cars. So dual clutch. Actually, forgot to say something about that Cayenne, guys. Not dual clutch. Believe it or not, Joe. ZF? Yep. Huh. Pe- people are turning to the torsion, uh, the old uh, torsion, because... The guy who, who raced the car on the track said he left it in automatic and he didn't even do anything. He, he said that driving the, in automatic mode. Yeah, he said I was faster in automatic mode and it knew what to do. He goes, I didn't have to do anything. And he's like, the the people should be getting scared with the dual clutches, you know, the companies that in, like that make, make them it. and stuff yeah. because uh, ZF is coming hard and they're not as expensive to fix, you know, not even close. I mean, dual clutch, the maintenance is a big thing, yeah. right? It's just maintenance. Uh, people burn the clutches. If you don't know how to drive them, you'll burn the clutch easily. Yeah. But dual clutch, it feels good when you drive them. Yeah, like, yeah. The like, engagement of a dual clutch is nice. Yeah, like uh, like my S3, I found it was very, uh, very, like, it felt like a manual car at times. Yeah, like, even, like especially you're on a hill or something, you know, you really feel it. But even that, people don't know how to drive them. You hit the gas too quick off the first, and now you're burning the clutch. Like, and I've seen it happen many times that I've worked, you know, for companies that had these cars, these transmissions, and I've seen it happen many times that people burn them just because they don't know how to drive them. They think they're driving uh, automatic. <laughs> Not even that. Let's just they think they're driving a crazy sports car, and they, okay, let's go start the car and. Uh, we're going to pin it, you know what I mean? And uh, that's not how they work, those, those clutches at all. Or you also you got to get warm too, you know? automatic car, right? Like that too. You can't just converter. hit the gas on those. Yeah. Like you see it that it's trying to get the friction point. It's like a, ma- a manual car. You're getting the friction point. You hit the gas pedal all the way to the floor. You're going to start burning your clutch. It's the one spinning at a different speed. And yet, you know, anyways, you know how it is. Yeah. So... Anyways, going back to the Corvette. Sorry, I just wanted to mention that it was like one of the only cars without the, the dual clutch. So going back to the Corvette, dual clutch, 495 horsepower. The second least horsepower in this uh, bit, uh, believe it or not, 495. Honestly, I thought it would have more than that, but hey, I don't mind. 495 Wait is a till nice. the Z06 comes. Yeah, I know. I know. So 495, it's uh, what size engine? Is it a V8, Joe? It's the, the regular uh, 8? V8, 6.0. 
6.2 liter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah 6.2 usually. I've driven one. Is it an LS or? Yeah. Okay. LS. So, no, LS mid-engine, basically. It's a LT. It's a LT. LT, yes, you're right. LT, LT something. Crazy car. Ridiculous. But Ridiculous. You, Ridiculous. I pinned it. I was driving it. Pinned to the okay. floor, doing turns. What a no. car. What a car. What a car. What a car. Is it going to replace the front engine... Corvette, <laughs> like the Z06 manual, whatever. <laughs> that exactly still has like saying. a that still has like a place in my heart because I l- actually truly love the C7 Z06. Yeah, you like always like them. I always used to bust your balls. 2016, 2017. Since we were little kids, I used to bust his balls. All I love time. Corvettes. Z06. <laughs> that's my the shit. Stupid plastic. Manual. Remember, I used to tell you all the time. Yeah, exactly. You want a plastic car? In the, C- <laughs> in the C6, in the C- I love Corvettes. So for me, the front engine manual car supercharged it's gonna be hard to like beat it but uh like a track focused uh, even everyday driving more refined also yeah I'll that corvette is refined. and the interior they're trying to compete with the r8 they're trying to compete exactly. you know with these cars that are that caliber so you have to get more refined because you have the price. A corvette and you sit inside an audi r8 and <laughs> it's not the same thing at all obviously not the same price you'd be surprised the new corvette the interior is ridiculous no they, they did because that's why i'm saying that it's more refined just because i saw the interior and i found i was like wow okay doesn't look like a Corvette as much, but they're getting better. All Americans are getting better with that. Also, the Mustang too that we talked about before. The interior yeah, is super the nice. Interior is awesome. These, uh, like a trend that we're starting to see, um, is these muscle cars becoming track cars. Yeah, also. which is happening with the Shelbys, right? And even the, the Shelby is like, guys, seriously, watch the video. It's like very short. The, the the videos when they do the hot lap, it's about a couple of minutes long. And honestly, the guy gets out of the Mustang. He has a smile on his face, and he says, "Wow." Is this a Mustang? Because he would never thought that he can go around a track with a Mustang that quick. And even, it just holds um, ass. Yeah. There's even the um, Camaro... ZL1? Uh, ZL1 1LE. Yes, Which yes, is yes, the yes, supercharged yes. Camaro ZL1, but with the, the track focus, like wheels, um, canards in the front, the spoiler, yep. the suspension. That thing is ridiculous, apparently. It's but ridiculous on the racetrack. Yeah, exactly. So those are like the three top muscle cars on a racetrack and um the believe it or not the mustang beat the zl1 because that was their car i think two years ago okay the mustang was quicker on the track than uh, both cars also the corvette believe it or not would you have thought the corvette goes around the track quicker or slower than like the rest of the cars like you know what i mean like the rest of the cars that you see here would you have thought it would it keeps up with them you know like one two seconds i think it keeps or do up you with think them. it's a lot slower i think it keeps up with them you see five to six seconds slower than the pack huh that's you it's like the guy i think that came in i'd have to check the times i think the came in even might have beat it in times I'm pretty I mean, sure it did. The Corvette does have a massive as V8, like it's 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 bringing that huge V8 yeah. behind it. I know it's like mid-engine and stuff, but like the Ferrari is a 3.9, right? This yeah. Corvette is a 6.2. It's like almost not double the size, but yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, bigger placement, so uh, more weight. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? And less horsepower. But honestly, I thought it would be able to keep up with these guys. I was like, okay, the Mustang is rear-wheel drive. This is all-wheel drive or rear-wheel, right? Rear-wheel. Okay, the Mustang is rear-wheel drive. This is rear-wheel drive. Like, well, the Mustang is 760 horsepower. It's probably not going to control well. You know what I mean? Like, it's a typical muscle car. Like, well, this one has 500 horsepower. You know, it's more well-rounded. I go, okay, it's going to keep up with it, but not even close. Not even close. It's crazy. The, the Corvette and Chevrolet, 
has not found how to go around the track quick with this mid-engine. They started to find it with the front engine and rear, like you're seeing the old school, and they were starting to come back, you know, like they were starting to get the, the um, which the, what was it, the year before, which was a Stingray also? The, the, the first year that they, 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 they switched the model completely? Yeah, exactly, in 2014. Exactly, 14, you're right, exactly. They were starting to come back on the track. But it was still the front engine and rear wheel drive, manual, whatever. Yeah. Now that they're, they're in a whole different ball game, they, think, they thought they could just get in it. Yeah, we're going to make mid-engine. We're good. It's going to take years before they perfect this, man. Remember the Audi at the beginning wasn't too great? The R8 on yeah, the track, the, the all-wheel drive system wasn't too good. The years after, it just blew everyone out the doors. Like, it was the all-wheel drive system. Now everyone has all-wheel drive. Everyone has dual clutch. You know, it also goes with the years. I think Corvette has to take at least 10 years or something to develop this car because I think around the track, it's not that refined as the other cars as the germans as the italians you know and as its adversary of the the mustang shelby it's it's i think it was five seconds quicker more you know horsepower I mean? though right like 700 more horsepower but compared to 496 or whatever I know. the corvette uh, i i, I, I agree really with you 100 percent we have to wait until the z06 comes out yes you're right you're right you're and right. we have to wait till the zr1 comes out well, that's what I mean. That, that's what I mean by they have right? to they have to dig in and check what they did wrong with this one, and adjust now. This because is what, this also is the adjustment the period. Shelby, it's it's it has to go to the next model, right? Like this is yeah, the last. I understand what you're saying. The yeah. Corvette is already a, a, a two years ahead of the of the Shelby and the the Camaro and the, and the Mustang have to get redesigned now. Like it's yep. their time. Like the new Mustang has to come out, right? I think they don't want to do it because this Mustang has been amazing on the track and stuff. I think they're going to change it. I think they're going to go mid-engine as well. Ooh, I hope not. I hope Maybe. not. I'll be pissed. That's where it seems pissed. to be going. Unless I'll they keep... Pissed. Unless they really want to keep the pony car and they want to like keep yeah, man, it like They're keeping up with Ferraris. They're keeping up with Porsches. They're keeping up with Corvettes. They're keeping up with everyone. So maybe Why the front engine recipe, they, they mastered it, right? With the exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Even is like good? the regular GT is pretty crazy. Yeah. No, for sure. All of them are crazy, I find. I love all Mustangs, right? We both, we're both Mustang guys. But I'm just saying, it's a different game. Mid-engine is a different game. And I think if they switch over, you might lose a lot of those diehard Mustang people. Just like Corvette lost a lot of those diehard Corvette people. I yeah, talk to those guys that like the Corvettes like you. And, you know, there's obviously cases that they're like, wow, it's so nice. What are you talking about? It looks like an Audi R8. Uh, uh, it's a freaking Chevrolet and it, it looks better than a Ferrari. You know what I mean? It definitely um, doesn't look better than a Ferrari and it definitely does not remind doesn't. me of an R8. <laughs> people are like that. People, you know, people call it a Ferrari. I've heard so many people say, oh my God, yeah, that a Ferrari and it's a Corvette. Because, you know, they all come in red. So it's a different game. They got to get into it. Like you said, with time, with the Z06 coming out, all the like the higher performance ones, I'm sure they'll tweak, 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 tweak. And they'll get back on that Mustang Corvette rivalry that we've all grown to love, you know, with the ZL1 that keeps peeking in and out every year. I find Camaros like good for some years, then they suck for the other years, then they come back with something Camaro strong, was and then strong. they suck. In the past like five years, I, like yeah. when the Camaro came well, we out drove, in the Transformer movie, I didn't like it. Ex that was the, one of the worst Camaros ever. I the didn't driving like that on that body. was terrible. We tried it. Did you, yeah. did you try one? Yeah, you tried I it. I tried the V6 one, yeah. Exactly. Terrible. And then the year after, we got the SS when we went to the Florida V8 together. One, yeah, that one was crazy. That wow. one was but ridiculous. Not, not even, um, what's it called? Not even muscle-wise. I'm talking about steering-wise. Control. 
I was yeah, impressed. Yeah, it was very nimble. These are both, you're talking to two guys that drive Germans and are stuck on Germans and we were obsessed with that, you know, that feel. And to say that a Camaro felt like that, you know, uh, hats off. Honestly, it was it was a fun car to drive. I love that car. It was a really fun car to drive. That SS was awesome. I love the way it drove. Yeah. The power was ridiculous. The sound. The sound. It was, it was automatic. It was yeah, awesome. I find it was nice. It was nice. Imagine it was, it was thick. Perfect. It would have been even better. Oof. That would have been dangerous. That's what it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> it would have went back uh, with no tires for sure no tires sure the, back clutch, li- the clutch <laughs> being all the way up <laughs> it no, went already back with like half its tires so i'm sure <laughs> if it was thick it would have been it would remember, have no tires left i remember when we brought back the car <laughs> before going i was telling joe joe check the inside of the fenders make sure there's no tire rubber there's no tires <laughs> <We're just laughs> small tires <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's funny good times though good times so well let's get to the last car on this list which is one of my favorite cars. It's not why it's last. It was just the last one that I watched. Um, the 911 Turbo S, to me, the is... The new one? Yeah. To me, 911 Turbos are just... I love them. They're perfect. They're beautiful. They're the best for... You could drive them every day. You could drive them on the track. Uh, you could drive them in our shitty roads that we have here in Montreal. I love this car. I find it's the best all-around, everyday car that you can drive. I find that's always been my take on that car. So, 911 Turbo S, like you said, the new one, 2020, 3.7 liter, typical Porsche engine, flat six. Turbocharged. But the only one with an eight speed dual clutch. Compared to a seven, right? Compared to a seven. But it's the famous Porsche PDK system. So, I don't think anybody is complaining about that. Um, 640 horsepower, which they bumped up compared to all the other Porsche uh, models and the Porsche turbos, they bumped it up to 490 uh, to uh, 640, which is I find a nice amount for a little Porsche like that. And 590 torque, I find Porsche always has these perfect numbers. You always want to have like even, even a little bit. Yo, you know they're, what I mean? they're like, always around 50 uh, units off from horsepower to torque. The O's around Which that, but now want. 640, like 590. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I think that's why their cars feel so balanced and so, you know, like refined is because of yeah. that. They have the always the right balance of that. Um, so also they have a new suspension system. It's an option basically um, that adjusts while you're driving and something like magnetic ride, but it's a new thing that they came out with. I didn't really dig too deep into it because it's still new and it's still, it's very technical. So it's a bit hard for like people like that don't really know about it to understand but it adjusts to your driving uh, conditions and all that stuff like the other stuff but apparently it's out of this world that's what they were all saying after driving that car obviously again all-wheel drive which is another trend that we're starting to see um your wing adjusts so the arrows adjust um what else was there on this car they also said it was the best braking system out of the bunch out of all the cars that they had yeah out of all the cars that they drove the 911 turbo had the best braking system which usually comes out from porsche porsche is known for having the best braking system well they said the cayenne had the like the brakes felt insane on the cayenne so i'm sure the porsche turbo must be even crazier yeah um i was yeah i was passenger in a 911 turbo not s like just a turbo model in 20 like a 2016 2017 model I think those are like 540, maybe 570 horse. Yeah. Compared to, I think it was 610, the Turbo S. 
It's and crazy how they bump up. Holy eh? shit! This car pulls ridiculous. Insane, insane, oh insane, insane. The feeling is insane. It's also yeah. because that engine's in the rear. It's not in the middle. It's not in the yeah. front. It's in the rear. And it's also all-wheel drive. Turbos. Yeah, and it's all-wheel drive. Turbos yeah. are four-wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Crazy yeah. car. Crazy Crazy. Car. And the brakes, I've tried them. Um, I've GT3, I've pinned it and slammed the brakes just to see because I know that, you know, Porsche is known for that. Yo, it feels like your head's going to go through the windshield yeah. when you slam it those stops brakes. Yeah, I'm scared that I'm going to hit my face on the steering wheel when I slam the brakes on that car. It's really, it's insane. Honestly, insane. All-around car, like I said, I love the look. It was that classic, you know, uh, look of Porsche Carrera. And, uh, yeah, uh, like they said, it was the best all-around car out of the bunch and best braking system. You know, people expect things out of Porsche, and they always deliver. Like you said, they make videos to explain why their brakes squeak, so they're always ready to deliver. Um, I don't know if you have anything to say on this car. The new one, I've saw pictures. Like I never seen one on the road yet, so like, it's I the one with the two exhausts you. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I've seen pictures of it, but the thing I never saw it like uh, on on yeah, the road I yet. I know yeah. it's like a was a wing on it and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. if we're comparing it to the old ones, like crazy, 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 like power. I love that car. I was in GT3 and Turbo. The Turbo is for sure faster than the GT3. Yeah, for sure. And obviously a lot softer, but the GT3 is very like track. GT3 is different. It's a different, yeah, it's a different car. I'd, very I'd get the Turbo just because I love that. Uh, the Turbos, I remember being in a 996 Turbo. Ugh, I don't know, man. I just love Turbos. And even, I don't know if this one has it, but the, the years before, they had even like a scrambler booster button on the Turbo sure. S's. So I don't know if this one has it, but apparently it was insane, uh, the boost on that. So, out of all these cars, which one, you, you, you know which one won, right? The Corvette, if I'm not mistaken, right? No. No? No, 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 no. Winner was the Hurricane. I thought I saw Corvette. That's weird, okay? That was the year before. You probably watched the, the, the wrong video because it looks exactly the same. Okay, I thought it was the Corvette that I did that the one. same thing. The, the no. evil one? Yeah, the Hurricane evil one. All around better car the guy says that it sticks to the track it feels like a good car um if you want to like lay low you could lay low if you need all-wheel drive it's there for you um the new technology on it there to allow that he said he liked it a lot um the all-wheel steer he said was amazing when he went into the turn he said it was like he was just able to rocket ship out of the the turns you know um he said what came close was the porsche 911 and like you said, the Corvette and the Shelby, they were all very close. Like, those were his top. But overall, they went with the Hurricane, and uh, I think they all agreed on that. It was their their top car, the Evo, just because of all the performante gimmicks that it has and everything like that. And it still looks like a regular Hurricane, you know. So I guess that's why they went with that one. I honestly would have went with the 911 Turbo if that was my choice. That's what I was about to ask you now. What was your... If you had to pick yeah. out of that list, what would you pick? 911 Turbo or the Shelby, one or the other. Yeah, I think I would pick the Shelby too. Funny how we didn't go to Ferrari or no. I think I'd pick the. Uh, I think I picked the Shelby because, I mean, trust me, I would love to drive a Lamborghini. I would love to drive a Ferrari yeah, and all that stuff. Sure. But there's something about like that V8 when you start it. I don't know. It's something about the yeah. Shelby that holds like more value to me than a Lamborghini or Ferrari. Will, will, Same thing, will like a 911 Turbo. When you hear that raspy, flat six drive by you would just i love it i don't know it's just something i like i mean if so, i really had to choose i'd probably pick like an amg if it was on the list but i mean maybe they didn't make it this year on the list so you see why they're not there it, joe you understand yeah, why there's three <laughs> porsches and there's no mercedes 
You understand now why? You know what's funny though? The Black <laughs> Series is the fastest car around the Nürburgring, so we'll see what happens next year. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter about that. It doesn't matter. It's the best driver's car. But if we're talking car. about track, the Black Series It's because is they, go, they, they go with driver's car, right? They, they go with, yeah, they but, do. They do for all And it's also car. the newer car of the year. Like, uh, what's it called? The, um, the AMG is not new of the yeah, year it's already it's been off right yeah. four years it's it was on right? it it was on it a yeah. couple of years i think it almost yeah. won also. the first year yeah exactly it almost won uh, i remember that so that was the the motor trends car of the year wrap up basically um again lamborghini hurricane evil all wheel drive took it now i just wanted to go over some little things um giovanni today drove a car that is very uh <laughs> how, how do you say it like, I just love this car, and uh, I've been telling Close him to, to his drive heart. one. Close to, to his drive heart. one. Yeah, exactly. I've been telling him just drive this car and come and talk to me. Drive this car, come and talk to me. So the car is an Audi RS7. He drove one today, and I just want him to touch upon it because he sent me a video and he texted me right away. And yeah, I just want to have your thoughts on that vehicle. Look, at the end of the day, I'm for sure a diehard AMG fan. I love the E63, <laughs> which is basically the rival of the RS7. Uh, is it? Even, yeah, E63, RS7. It's not the AMG GT? Well, no, no, no. Because it's sportback I mean, and stuff? Yeah, sportback, yes, but like it's it's in the, it's in that segment of sedans, right? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and the price of a GT63 is 80 Gs more than RS7, so... Holy shit. I wouldn't okay. put it 100% wow. in the okay, same okay. category. Yeah, so does that the same expensive. shape? Yeah, okay. it does. Technically, okay. the comparable to a RS7 would be a CLS 63. It, that's true. You're right. Exactly. A CLS. That right? would be the yeah. comparison. I do. Yeah. Have, I love a CLS 63. I find those cars are super underrated. Everybody has a chance but to I drive one. But I find they don't handle. Drive one. They don't handle. They don't. They, they don't feel handle long. well. They do feel long. Reason being, I think, it's because they don't invest as much money as they did on the E-Class. Okay. Right, so the E class is yeah. like their bread and butter for like a sedan yeah, performance for sure. car. For sure. Don't get me wrong, I'd still pick an E63 over RS7, but yeah, it's your favorite car, I know. RS7 really surprised me. I was like, wow, uh, this car uh, is uh, ridiculous. Super it doesn't fast, feel slow. Shifts. It doesn't feel long. It doesn't feel long. It doesn't feel slow. It doesn't feel big. Super, super comfortable. Insane that car. Crazy car. Crazy car. The transmission shifts, the sound it produces. This one had a resonator delete, yeah. so it was loud. Oh yeah. Oh my god. What a car. What a car. What Yo, a car. Man, what a car. Uh, what a car. Like, what a car. Like I told you when I had a client that came to see me with his Cam R seven tuned with straight pipes. I haven't heard a car like was that it blue in a long by any time. Chance? Yeah, it was blue, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that car at the racetrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that car. It's been around <laughs> that car. Um but yeah. That poor uh, car was getting destroyed. <laughs> well, that's what it's built for. Yeah, but that's true. I find the RS7, if I had the money for it, would be a car that I'd probably have for like an everyday, just because the size, the interior, interior is beautiful, the diamond yeah, stitch, the, the yeah, longer yeah, yeah, bag, yeah. you know, everything. If you have the Bang & Olsen, oh, there's so many options on that car, beautiful carbon fiber. It's a great looking car in and out. That's what's rare. There's not many cars that are, have that look of the a7 that like i told you i think I, I sent it to you like a week ago or something like my dad's old a7 and i'm yeah. like man the look of this car it has something that other cars don't have it's a sexy looking car it is sexy there's not many car. there's not many that i could say that look like that it's very very nice uh, this one and, was uh nardo yeah. gray exterior okay. with diamond stitch white 
black uh, with white stitch white black black white stitch yeah sorry exactly okay. being all sound system okay. do those ones have the one that pops up yeah like, you know what i'm talking do. about the speaker that they pops do up? they do okay. they so do cool. and the quality is insane the eh? oh my god <laughs> how good are the highs and the mids insane best sound system yeah. ever heard better than, <laughs> better than the mercedes-benz sound system yeah no audi has a good sound 100 percent better than the mercedes-benz sound system well just look at the s3 i found it was pretty good for a little car yeah. it has a sub and everything man i was like what the hell yeah they make but you have to get system. you have to get the option though. you have to get that option. you have to get that option even the e63 the older ones like a 2016 15 14 they yeah. come with Harman Kardon sound system, yeah, and then yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. have the optional uh, B and O sound system with the tweeters that pop up also on the E sixty three. Yeah, same system. Uh-uh. Six thousand dollar option. Nobody really took them. If you find one, yeah, that too. Super uh, freaking I've, rare. Also, the RS seven, same thing. Like they're rare also to find yeah. that option. Most of them have the Bose sound system inside. Uh, yeah, which was okay. It was okay. I never freaked out over it. I don't you know why they brought Bose. You need the B and O. Yeah, I don't know why they brought Bose into the german anyways i don't know but bno is very good what does what uh, mercedes have now it's harman uh, no? burmester oh burmester yeah yeah with yeah. the metal yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and then they have burmester people. high end which is their seven thousand dollar option with the yeah, tweeters yeah. that spin out and colors and spins yeah, actually exactly. i have a video of that we'll post it and uh when this comes out um also did you see the new audi s3 i did very nice looking. I like also. it. I like it. Very Even the new nice. S4. We'll see it in, I'm a fan. Yeah, the new S4. I'm We're a fan. Gonna see. We're going to see. We're going to see. And uh, you said you wanted to talk about servicing and over-servicing. Did you want to do it now? or? We'll save it for the next one. Okay. We'll save Anticipation. One because we're already at 53 minutes. Anticipation for the next one. But I'll just highlight it briefly. I was yeah. watching a quick video and they were explaining about people servicing their cars and how to maintain your car, which is very important and stuff. But they were also talking about uh, what happens when you over-service your vehicle. And I was like, oh, over-service your vehicle. Like, what does he mean by over-servicing your vehicle, yeah. you know? And, I'm like, and then he was talking and I'm like, shit. I'm like, it actually makes sense. Like, the possibility of over-servicing your vehicle is a possibility. Yeah, <laughs> like, so sure. exists, you know? I was yeah, like, shit, sure. I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is interesting, so I figured I'd talk about it, but we'll save it for the next one, we'll start off the next episode with uh, with that over-servicing topic. Perfect, perfect, alright, so we'll wrap this episode up, episode 31, guys, um, like we said, it was just a little uh, motor trend, car of the year wrap-up, little thing that we just wanted to do, um, bear with us for the guests, guys, like we said, because of COVID, we can't have any guests right now um we'll have them soon we had them since before this again once again and we had to just cancel and (laughs) tell them uh, (laughs) tell them whenever this is over we'll see just because you know it is what it is so and like we always say we don't want to do it over zoom just because when like already now that i know giovanni my whole life and everything it's not the same that he's not here in front of me you know uh so imagine someone that you don't talk to all the time or like a, a new guest someone that you never met before something over the zoom is like I don't know. You won't get the same reaction as, as in person, or you they won't be as comfortable, you know. So we always want to give you guys the best product that we could. So um, we'll wait for this little quarantine thing to uh, pass over, and then after it's everything should be back to normal. Guys, yeah, episode yeah, yeah. thirty-one. It's gonna be on episode YouTube. 31. Link is gonna be in the bio on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Like I just mentioned, clips yep. are gonna go up. And then hopefully the next episode uh, we'll be able to have a guest, or if not, we're going back on this. Uh, yeah. What should we call it? 
I don't know. Another quarantine pod. <laughs> yeah, quarantine stories pod. I don't know. Lockdown and, pod. Uh, yeah, lockdown pod. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the lockdown motor trend. Uh, that's what the episode might be called. We're gonna see. And uh, <laughs> and uh, guys, don't forget tomorrow. Hockey starts, my friends. Hockey starts. So all you hockey fans, the 13th, this is probably going to be out after the 13th, but uh, it's That back means Montreal Canadiens are either going to win or they're uh, going to lose. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. We'll see. Let's not predict. <laughs> no, I'm on record. I'm on record. I'm not going to say anything. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So like uh, Joe said, episode 31, it's another one in the books, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Deuces. Peace. <laughs>